0: Rhapsody's Audio presents Homer Through Various Eyes, performed by Alan Wayman. Those of us who don't know Greek have to rely on the makers of English versions for our appreciation of Homer. Perhaps the most famous example is John Keats. Here is his sonnet on first looking into Chapman's Homer he wrote it early one morning in eighteen sixteen after staying up all night with a friend reading through george chapman's verse translation of the iliad and the odyssey published in sixteen sixteen the year shakespeare died keats knew no greek so he couldn't read the original much have i travelled in the realms of gold and many goodly states and kingdoms seen round many western islands have i been which bards in fealty to apollo hold oft of one wide expanse had i been told that deep-browed homer ruled as his demean yet did i never breathe its pure serene till i heard chapman speak out loud and bold then felt i like some watcher of the skies when a new planet swims into his ken or like stout cortes when with eagle eyes he stared at the pacific and all his men looked at each other with a wild surmise silent upon a peak in darien so here is a little excerpt from chapman's translation of book nine of the odyssey odysseus is telling of the things that happened to him on his long and tortuous way home after the siege of troy nine days more adverse winds tossed me and the tenth the shore where dwelt the blossom-fed lotophagy i fetched fresh water took in instantly fell to our food a shipboard and then sent two of my choice men to the continent adding a third a herald to discover what sort of people were the rulers over the land next to us where the first they met were the lotophagy that made them eat their country diet and no ill intent hid in their hearts to them. And yet the event to ill converted it, for, having eat their dainty viands, they did quite forget, as all men else that did but taste their feast, both countrymen and country, nor addressed any return to inform what sort of men made fix abode there, but would needs maintain abode themselves there, and eat that food ever. I made out after, and was fain to sever the enchanted knot by forcing their retreat, that strived and wept, and would not leave their meat for heaven itself. But dragging them to fleet, I wrapped in sure bands both their hands and feet, and cast them under hatches, and away commanded all the rest without least stay, lest they should taste the loot too, and forget with such strange raptures their despised retreat. All then aboard we beat the sea with oars, and still with sad hearts sailed by outway shores. There were a couple of other verse translations that Keats could have read. A century or so after Chapman, Alexander Pope published his version of Homer, also in rhyming heroic couplets, but in the different style of his time. Here's the same episode in his version. Nine days our fleet the uncertain tempest bore, far in wide ocean and from sight of shore. The tenth we touched, by various errors tossed, the land of lotus and the flowery coast. We climbed the beach and springs of water found, then spread our hasty banquet on the ground. Three men were sent, deputed from the crew, a herald one, the dubious coast to view, and learn what habitants possessed the place. They went and found a hospitable race, not prone to ill, nor strange to foreign guest. They eat, they drink, and nature gives the feast. The trees around them all their food produce, lotus the name, divine nectareous juice, thence called lotophagi, which whoso tastes insatiate riots in the sweet repasts. Nor other home, nor other care intends, But quits his house, his country, and his friends. The three we sent, from off the enchanting ground, We dragged reluctant, and by force we bound. The rest, in haste, forsook the pleasing shore, Or the charm-tasted had returned no more. Now placed in order on their banks, They sweep the sea's smooth face, And cleave the hoary deep. With heavy hearts we labour through the tide, To coasts unknown, and oceans yet untried. Half a century after that, William Cowper made a new version in blank verse. Here is his account of the Lotus Eaters. Nine days by cruel storms thence was I born athwart the fishy deep, But on the tenth reached the lotophagi, A race sustained on sweetest fruit alone their quitting ship we landed and drew water and the crews beside the vessels took their evening cheer when hasty we had thus our strength renewed i ordered forth my people to inquire two i selected from the rest with whom i joined and herald third what race of men might there inhabit they departing mixed with the lotophagi nor hostile aught or savage the lotophagi devised against our friends but offered to their taste the lotus of which fruit what man soe'er once tasted no desire felt he to come with tidings back or see his country more but rather wished to feed on lotus still with the lotophagi and to renounce all thoughts of home them therefore i constrained weeping on board and dragging each beneath the benches bound him there then all in haste i urged my people to ascend again their hollow barks lest others also fed with fruit of lotus should forget their home they quick embarked and on the benches ranged in order threshed with oars the foamy flood Thence, o'er the deep proceeding sad, we reached the land at length where. I have a preference among these. What is yours?